Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name's Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be starting a 10-part series on some character qualities that need to be developed in all children. You know, we ask kids to do a lot of things. Be honest, be truthful, be respectful, be mature. You know, show hospitality, be respectful. You know, all of these qualities that we tell kids that they have to display if they want to grow up to be you know, solid human beings and solid adults in a world that everybody lives in. And often, we don't take the time to explain to kids what the quality actually means, what it really means. And we're going to be starting this series. I'm going to be going over 10 different character qualities And I'm going to be putting the feet to them so that my listeners can get an idea of what certain qualities actually look like. And they can use that in their classroom or in their home when they work with their students or their children. And I might add that once we begin the discussion of these character qualities... I think it's important that we try to determine if we exhibit these qualities ourselves. Because kids will learn by example. There is more caught than taught. They're watching us. 
Kids watch us. They see what we do. We could teach and tell our kids to be honest until the day is long, be truthful. But what answer do we give them when one of them says when we're in the car, how fast are you going? And you know you're doing 20 miles over the speed limit. Or when the phone rings and you tell your children to say, I'm not here, if they happen to answer your cell phone by today's standards. So the quality of the day, and that's what you'll be hearing in these podcasts for the next 10 episodes, the quality of the day today is maturity. Maturity. Now, act your age, not your shoe size. Oh, grow up. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean to a kid who's crying and whining and carrying on because they either didn't get their way or they got scolded for misbehavior? What does all that mean? My parents might have said to me, keep crying, I'll give you something to cry about. The word, the quality of today, the quality for today is maturity. Now, I have my thoughts on this. I have my thoughts on this. And there's probably a lot of things that go into it. But I believe that there's two things that a mature person absolutely exhibits. Number one, they have the ability to cooperate even though they disagree. Actually, there's three things. And they have the ability to disagree with the right attitude. They're not defensive. Moreover, they know how to disagree with the right attitude and they know how to have healthy conflict. That's a mature person. That's what needs to be taught to your children. Number two is a mature person can subordinate his impulses to his values. In other words, I have impulses. I want to say things. I probably think things. I want to act a certain way when people get under my skin. Okay, I, the, My attitude might be bad sometimes when things don't go the right way. My motives certainly are bad. Well, you see what I do to him. I'm going to get him. So there's a lot of things that I have going on inside of me when things don't go my way. Those are impulses. Those are impulses. And we have to subordinate them to values. And... The assumption there is, is that we have values. There are certain values that we have that are important to us. I am respectful. What's respect? Respect is 
having a high regard for the rights and privileges of another person. A high regard for the rights and privileges of another person. Making sure that I don't violate their sense of decency and I can defer to somebody when, in fact, it really doesn't matter. And in, in, in other words, I just don't have to get my way. You watch what you say, how you act. You watch all of the things that go into treating someone with respect. And, you know, this happens all around us. You walk into a store, you hold the door for somebody. You say thank you when someone gives you something. These are things that kids need to know. Holding a door. Hold, watch, have your son or your daughter see you hold a door open for your wife. That's what our kids need to see. Those are values. Those are values. And we have to make sure that we live by those values. You may want to even call them principles. You may want to call them morals. But the idea here is when you can subordinate impulses, you have to have a place to go. I'm not going to lie, cheat, or steal. I have a place to go when someone gives me the wrong change in the store or whatever the case may be. You make sure you go back and give them the right change. When someone is disrespectful to me, I will not rise to the bait and become disrespectful to them. It's a value. Your values are not based on feelings. They are not based on feelings. They're based on what's deep within us, what's been developed and ingrained in us. Now, if it hasn't been taught to you as a kid, you're going to have to reevaluate a few things and see what you can do to teach your kids what, and help them understand what maturity looks like. Another sign of maturity. And we already went over conflict. Having the ability to disagree with the right attitude and having the ability to cooperate even though you disagree and making sure that you have productive conflicts with people. Kids need to be taught that. And that comes in stages because kids disagree with different things as they grow older. Make requests. You know, oftentimes, you know, when we want something, we demand it. And we demand it. We don't just say, you know, I would really like... I would really like something. I'd really like it if you would do certain things for me. I would really like it if I could get a different shift. You request things. Oftentimes when people want something, they go in there with it, they go in with a demanding attitude. And that 
you know, was kind of like, I'm not putting up with this anymore, and you're giving me what I want. See? That's a sign of immaturity. You mature, you see, folks, we are, we live in a world of eight billion people. Eight billion of them. And these people, there's a very good chance that we're going to be around these people our entire life. And how we respond to the different personalities that are out there in this world will determine whether or not we will be exhibiting the quality of maturity. And I'm going to tell you something else. If you've left home in rebellion... In other words, you got mad at your parents and you left. You left home physically, but not emotionally. And when people do that, they lose growth emotionally. And they have a difficult time interacting with other people. And we have to ask ourselves as adults, is that something that's happening to us right now? And I would encourage you all to go back and evaluate your relationship with your parents. Because therein lies the problem. Many times people leave home to get away from their parents only to discover that their boss is just like their parents and the people who, are, who were the toughest to deal with, the personalities that we have the most trouble with, they will be placed in our lives continuously until we learn how to deal with that personality. There's no question about it. Maturity. Number one, be respectful. Number two, learn how to you know, ask for things and don't be demanding. Number three, Admit your mistakes. Admit your mistakes. You make a mistake, you made a mistake. Now, if you happen to be raised in a home where, where mistakes are not okay, you're going to have to learn and understand that when you do make a mistake, it doesn't make you a bad person. It just made, you just made a mistake. Many times, parents are what I call situationally reactive. They react to their kids just incredibly for small stuff. And if you want to create a good liar, react to your kids. And they'll never tell you the truth. You want to help your children own their shortcomings, and they don't have to react when they've made a mistake. It's okay. It's okay. See, we live, we live in a society where people have become exquisite liars because we've, been, we've placed them in a position where mistakes weren't okay, and that's something that they've had from the time they were a kid. We're looking at the quality of maturity right now. The quality of maturity and what it looks like, and what we have to teach our kids. Teach our kids to be respectful, 
teach them to be responsible, help them manage conflict, help them understand that they have to cooperate even though they disagree, and they have to disagree with the right attitude, and uh, that the last thing, the last thing, is the subordination of the impulses to values. We have to teach our children and our students the values that are necessary for lifelong success. And we have to help them understand that when they exhibit these values, they will be successful. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time, but they will be. Maturity. It doesn't work when you just say, oh, grow up. Or act your age, not your shoe size. Kids need concrete. The brain needs concrete evidence of what you want and examples of what you want. And when you make them aware of it, and when kids are young and they are a bit defensive and they do want to start arguing and they do make demands, one of the greatest things you can say to them is, how else could you have said that to me? And when they do get wild and they do get upset and they become disrespectful and they're under stress because of all kinds of things that are going on, what have you as a teacher or a parent done for them to help them understand that they have to keep calm in stressful situations? What have you done to help them realize that they have to take deep breaths and begin to see the thing differently? What have you done to, to calm them down and give them the skills that they need to calm down? Have you made it okay for mistakes in your house, to make a mistake in your house or in your classroom? Have you helped kids remain calm or have you gotten right in there with them? Have you made it, made respect one of the key areas that you have to have present in a classroom for the climate to be, to be safe and secure? Have you kept kids from being demanding and have you taught them how to ask for things politely and taught them what some of the necessary values are that they need if you have good for you but if you want kids to be mature and you're looking to drive them down that road they must subordinate impulse to values and they have to cooperate even though they disagree, and they have to learn how to disagree with the right attitude. And slowly but surely, kids will grow up, and you have to take them through every level because maturity is different at every level. Maturity is different for a 5-year-old than it is for a 10-year-old, and you got to walk them through it. 
and let them become adults and let them make mistakes and let them begin to understand some of the things that are important and some of the values that they need to have to move forward as a successful person in life. My name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please go to my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. Check out some of the um, products that are there and the courses that are there. You'll love them. Take your time there. There's a lot of free stuff there as well. Also, please take the time to, to promote this show. Let other folks know about it. Let other people uh, get a chance to listen to it. I can do so much promotion, but it's great if the folks who listen to it that like it spread it around because that's what's important. And that's how the information will get out there as we all look to take a bite out of this bullying epidemic. Once again, my name is Jim Burns, and thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.